Well, another strange and interesting week on planet Earth. Welcome back to the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast. It's Tina Constant here. Drop on down to www.tinaconstant.com for the waffle or just see the show notes. But right now, let's dive right into this story that's all about the other side of the coin and why perhaps we are where we are. Now, there is a place that is far, far beyond anything we can imagine. In terms of the universe, it's not that big. In fact, if proportions were to get involved, we would say that this place was about the size of a small island. Now, on that island lived a man we know in our myths and legends as Old Man Time. He had been on that island for so long that he had forgotten how long he had been there or even if he had ever been anywhere else. He spent his days fishing, drying his catch, and most important, watching the sun come up and the sun go down. He was happy, and why wouldn't he be? There was nothing on the island to disrupt his daily routines or interrupt his schedule. Nothing prevented him enjoying his favorite times of the day. He didn't know the meaning of boredom because he had never experienced anything else in his life to draw a comparison. For him to see beauty, all he had to do was look up and look around him. There was joy right there. Now, one day, after a particularly excellent fish breakfast, Old Man Time ambled around his island as he did every day. He straightened plants here and he turned rocks over there. And then again, like he always did, he took a deep, happy breath and he looked around him. Now, usually he saw the ocean and the waves, the sky, the sun, the birds, the trees, the bees. But today, he also saw a tiny being squirming on the beach. The being was so small, he almost missed it. Now, in many ways from that distance, the little thing looked quite similar to old man time. Except for the noise. It squeaked and squawked and screamed for attention. Now, you have to understand, old man time knew every inch of that island and everything that came even close to his shores. As a result, he had never seen anything that couldn't in some way be explained. So he went down to the beach to take a closer look, but that didn't help ease old man time's confusion at all. The being was certainly alive. It was female, it was tiny, and it was, on closer inspection, still exceedingly loud. She had deep, rich, dark eyes that stared up at old man time. He prodded the wriggling baby with a toe. The baby grabbed old man time's foot and squeezed. Well, where in this magnificent eternity did you come from? Here's another thing you need to know. Old Man Time had always been happy because he had always believed that the sea would provide everything he needed. He never had to ask. 
So despite how unusual he thought it was that such a small being would land on his beach, he didn't question the sea. He picked up the child and thanked the ocean. I have to say, he added, I usually know why you give me something. I'm just not sure what purpose this little bundle of noise is going to serve. Still, since everything always had a purpose, Old Man Time named the child Prithy and took her in. Seven days later, however, Old Man Time wasn't so sure that the ocean had got it right. He hadn't slept since the child arrived. The screaming, that's what it was. The child wouldn't stop crying. With sleepless hours to think, Old Man Time did what he did best. He made things. He made things that rocked her, played to her, rolled her over and blinked at her. But she only stopped when old man Time gave her an orb he had fashioned out of the twigs he had found on the beach. For a while, there was sweet, blissful, silent relief. But after just a few hours, a cry split the air again. The orb had broken. Old Man Time wasted no time. He made another one. This time it was made out of vines and twines, was flexible and perfectly round. And silence ensued. But only for as long as the orb remained unbroken. As Prithy grew stronger and started to learn to throw things, so the orb would be found in pieces on the floor and old man time got used to taking out his tools and making a better, stronger, more robust orb. But no matter what he did, it was no match for Prithi, who, after two years, had learned to walk and scramble over rocks and wouldn't go anywhere without her orb. But it always came back with bits missing, chewed, bitten or coated in mud. After five years, Prithi had learned that when things were dropped from great heights onto rocks below, they shattered in spectacular fashion. Each time the orb broke, old man time rebuilt it, stronger, harder, more flexible and with more bounce than the one before. But each time, Prithi managed to break it. Finally, Old Man Time gave up, and when Prithi brought him another shredded orb, he refused to fix it. You have to learn to be responsible, Prithi. You can't just go breaking things at will. This is a small island. I can't make orbs forever. Prithi promised to take care of the next one. Old Man Time said that if she could prove she could care for something, he would make her the most spectacular orb she had ever seen. But Prithi would have to prove herself over a whole year. And Prithi did. To prove to Old Man Time that she could take care of something special, she built a pond on the beach. In the pond, she grew herons. For the herons, she grew frogs. For the frogs, she grew insects. For the insects, she grew seeds. For the seeds, she grew earth. For the earth, she grew worms who ate lice who bothered the herons. 
and so the circle was complete. Each creature with a purpose, each with a role to play, each with a reason for being. After a year, Old Man Time was impressed. As he promised, he presented Prithee with a brand new orb. It was exquisite. Blue and green streaked with white and gold. It was hot and cold and shimmering with miraculous life. Prithee threw it into the air and the orb hovered just above her head, spinning and rolling like the orb knew the joy of its own incredible beauty. Old Man Time saw the happiness Prithee found in the new orb and went back to watching the sunrise and the sunset while Prithi played. But, as you can imagine, the child got bored. She looked at the orb and she looked at her pond. Out of the pond, she picked two tiny, tiny, tiny lice, so small she could hardly see them. There she said, putting them on the orb. There's a playground for you. Prithee smiled as she watched the tiny creatures leap around the orb. Then she frowned when she saw two become four, then eight, then sixteen, then <gasps> she lost count. It took three days for her beautiful orb to be coated in a thick layer of crawling, creeping lice. It took three more days for the green and blue and golden ball to turn cold, then hard, then putrid, then shivel and die. On the seventh day, Prithy ran to old man time. She held up the crumbling orb. I broke it, she wailed. Old man time studied the orb carefully. The lice had gotten into the nooks and crannies of the orb. The intricate layers were torn and chewed and shredded. The mechanisms that made it work were clogged with the tiny creatures. The lice had eaten away so much of the orb that there was nothing left of it, and that all died of starvation. Old Man Time tossed the orb into the fire where it slowly burned. He turned back to Prithi. What did you learn? he asked. Prithi rocked on her heels and thought. The lice didn't belong, she said. Things that don't belong don't thrive. And if they do thrive, then they're going to break stuff, like parasites do. Old Man Time smiled and he reached into his pocket. Here's another one, he said. Don't put anything onto it that doesn't belong now. Prithi ran off with her brand new orb. She threw it into the sky and she let it hover just above her head. And she kept her word. She loved it. She cared for it. She gave it what it needed. And the orb grew. The orb thrived. The life on it flourished. Completely. Lice free. And there you go. It's a story from the other side of the coin. 
So that's it from the Waffle Free Storytelling Podcast for today. Go and do something splendid for the planets. I don't know, plant something, make something grow beautifully. If you want the waffle, then go to www.tinaconstant.com or drop into the show notes or find me on all the wild and wacky social media we've got going right now. And I will see you next week for another brand new adventure from somewhere in the universe. Have a beautiful day. Bye-bye.